Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in to this very important broadcast today where I'm going to break down and kind of just give you a 60,000 foot level view of what we're doing, what we're seeing, and where we're going. And uh, kind of, you know, a lot of you have been with us uh, for a while now. Some of you are just now finding out about what we're up to here at the ministry. And so I want to kind of just uh, every once in a while, it's good uh, to lay out the vision to lay out some uh, you know, accomplishments and also some good key takeaways of what we've learned. And that way we can kind of address this and all get on the same page and understand what exactly it is that we're up to and how we're pushing back and we're fighting you know, uh, the censorship, we're fighting the, uh, the push uh, from the anti-God establishment and those that are wishing to take uh, you know, Christianity out of just about every aspect of our society take God out of our society is really what they're intending to do and how we're, we're fighting back and we're winning and we feel like we are winning. And I want to kind of lay this out for you guys, because many of you are very intelligent people. I read your, uh, you know, your, your notes to us and, you know, your emails and, and I'm not saying that some of you aren't intelligent people, but what I'm saying is I really enjoy your feedback. Uh, I can tell that, you know, many of you are very well-researched, well-read. You understand what's going on uh, in this remnant community that we, the Lord has really given us this community. And so it's our uh, opportunity and our obligation really to steward this opportunity, to steward this community, to, to do the right thing. Uh, you know, we've seen a lot of abuse over the years when it comes to finances in the church. We've seen a lot, a lot of people say and promise a lot of things. And so we want to just kind of give you a, a, an overall overview, if you will, about what's going on right now and kind of where we've come from and where we're going. And I think a lot of people have these questions like, what, what is the status of everything right now? You know, what's going on? And we have to be careful because obviously our enemies also watch these broadcasts. And so we have to be somewhat vague in certain areas because they look for vulnerabilities. They look for ways that they can attack us. They look for ways, uh, you know, they want to see blood in the water. You know, they're sharks. And so they, they're looking for blood in the water. They're, they're looking for vulnerabilities. They also would love for us to uh, project all of our uh, plans so that they know our plans. And then they can, of course, usurp our plans in any way that they can. And, and find ways that they can try to stop what we're doing. So, you know, it's, it's a challenge because it, in one aspect, I want to be very transparent. And the other aspect, I have to understand that we're being watched by our enemies. So I can't necessarily just let you know everything that we're doing and all of our plans. Uh, otherwise, of course, we would be even more vulnerable. And we're already vulnerable enough. But we, we've identified some issues. So, you know, I think most of you would agree with this. But, you know, we've watched the body of Christ as a whole and how we've been able to address a lot of these really pressing issues in our society. And it's not just the United States, it's around the world. Uh, there's a push for Marxism. There's a push to take God out of everything. We've all seen this. Uh, there's a push away from biblical morality, common sense. Um, you know, an example, they're trying to tell us there's like, what, four, I think it was 46 genders. When we know even the science, which they say follow the science, even the science proves that there's two. You know, and when you look at the statistics from the coronavirus, you know, they don't say, uh, you know, how many non-binary people got COVID or how many, uh, you know, people that identify as a cat got COVID. They, they say, you know, male and female. That's in the numbers that we're seeing from the CDC and, you know, the FDA and all the different organizations out there, the World Health Organization and whatnot. So it's interesting that they don't even follow their own uh, guidelines. A lot of these uh, organizations and these entities, well, they'll, they'll, they'll report based upon male or female. 
you know, you'll go to the, the hospital and, you know, you'll be asked like, you know, uh, certain common sense questions, you know, on a, on a birth certificate. And, you know, they're trying to say that these things are no longer valid or they're trying to push away that there's, you know, there's an emoji that's out there. I don't know if you guys know what emoji is, but it's those little icons, those little things on your, on your phone that you can kind of respond to somebody's text message and use little smiley faces and things like that. Well, you know, there's a new one they're going to be putting out for a pregnant man. And uh, people are actually losing their job. They're being canceled if they're saying that a man can't give birth. Well, we know, again, follow the science. It's just matter of fact. It's statistic. It's proof. There's no, there's no argument that only a woman, only a female can give birth. But in this cancel culture uh, world that we're now in where, you know, it's, it's all about tolerance and this and that and all these different things, you know, now they're saying oh, a man can give birth. Well, you know, there's no way that a man can give birth. But these are the types of things that they're trying to push on us. So, and, and you're considered hateful if you don't agree. And uh, this is Marxism. This is communism. This is a push for an alternate reality. Uh, there was a, a discussion where they, you know, people are using the term your truth or, you know, your truth or this truth or that truth. And we've said consistently, there's only one truth. It's not your truth or this truth or that truth. You know, uh, quote, unquote, President Biden came out and he said, you know, uh, something along the lines of, you know, it's the truth over facts. Um, that doesn't really make much sense. So, you know, these are the types of things that we're dealing with. I know that you see it. You're probably frustrated about it. We're out here uh, advocating on your, on your behalf. We're out here as an advocacy group on your behalf. And there's certain things that we're standing for. So we're standing for religious liberties. Uh, we're standing for our freedoms. Uh, we're standing for making sure that our religious liberties are protected in every aspect, free speech, um, you know, just the fundamentals of our faith and also the Constitution, because the Constitution talks about unalienable rights, which are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And we are fighting for those unalienable rights. We believe they need to be preserved, not only for our generation, but for future generations. And we're seeing an encroachment upon these areas in, in all aspects. Uh, and, and many of you are dealing with right now, your employer is saying that you have to take a vaccine, otherwise, you know, you could be fired, you know, and you could lose your job. And I was just talking about this in a conversation this morning. I mean, this is absolutely unbelievable that a, that a republic or that a democracy, a government, we're a republic, but, you know, there's other democracies around the world that are similar, like in Canada, different countries, where literally uh, the, the government is mandating what you do to your body, that you have to inject something in your body. It's starting at the federal employee level. It's starting with the military, but this is going to obviously progress into other aspects. And we're already seeing private companies like Disney and others that are, that are saying, if you want to work for us, Walmart, if you want to work for us, you have to get a vaccine. This is unbelievable. This is, this is medical tyranny. So we have to address these things. And so that's what we're doing. Now we are, you know, there's so many different levels to this, whether it's the spiritual dynamic or the dynamic of our freedoms. And there's patriots out there that don't necessarily believe in our Christian faith uh, as we do, but they're willing to stand with us because they believe in the principles of what we stand for. So we have a larger group of patriots that may not necessarily identify as Christians. And then we have what we call the remnant, which is uh, in the body of Christ. Those that do, uh, you know, admit and, and say, Jesus is our savior and Lord. You know, we profess, we, we proclaim with our mouth. We believe in our heart that Jesus is our Lord and savior. We've accepted him. And not only that, but we're willing to stand by the entirety of the word of God. So that's the remnant. And then there is a larger group, which are patriots and people that are willing to stand with the Christians, the people that are, that are standing for our constitution, standing for our freedoms. 
And I think that it's good that we, that we, you know, partner with the greater group as far as these, these objectives, because we need strength in numbers. And uh, you've heard people say, you know, the remnant is not so small anymore. Well, you know, if we look at it and all encompassing where I don't necessarily look at the, the Patriot group necessarily as the remnant, uh, but, but I'm, I'm thankful for the Patriots. I'm thankful for those, you know, I have Jewish believers that listen to me, you know, Jew, people that are Jewish that listen to the broadcast, because for the most part, they agree with like 99% of what I'm saying. They might not just believe that Jesus Christ is Messiah. Um, so, you know, there's, and that's of course, to, as a pastor, very important for me, for somebody to believe that Jesus is Messiah. I believe that. Uh, but I welcome those of the Jewish faith that are listening. I welcome the patriots that are listening. I'm thankful that we can come together on a variety, a litany of issues that we agree on. And it's for the greater good, for the future of our country, for freedoms, uh, to stand for you know, our faith. And so there's, there's a legitimate concern. So we've identified a couple of problems. There's, there's a communist insurgency that's trying to infiltrate our government that already has at the very highest of levels. Uh, that's, that's infiltrated the corporations. That's infiltrated, uh, you know, the military even, I found out. Uh, you know, there's, a, there's a, a push for the woke culture within the military now. And we're seeing that quickly develop. Uh, very, very troubling, very concerning. Uh, it's in the judiciary. You know, it's in the... It's in the in, the, in all, all different parts of government, all three branches of government, uh, we, we see a president, uh, or as I like to call him, a quote-unquote president that I believe, uh, you know, used fraud to gain the highest office in the land and also the most powerful position in the world. And so we're fighting on that front uh, for election integrity and, and getting in the ears of congresspeople, of senators, of governors. Uh, I've met with two governors. I've met with many, many congresspeople. I met with some senators. Um, so we're, we're an advocacy group that's also out there in the ear of these people in positions of power throughout the government, uh, pushing back, saying where we stand, uh, identifying the areas of concern. And so we're, we're very busy and active on those fronts and on the issue of election integrity. Then, of course, I'm a pastor. So I preach and I speak and I you know, go around the, and the, the country as an evangelist and I'm seeing the Lord move. And we believe that the answer to all these problems is Jesus Christ. We believe the answer, you know, if we see a powerful move of God in this nation, a new life or revival, uh, we believe that will affect and influence the entirety of our society. I mean, there's no way that our society is not going to be impacted if we have a massive move of God and a revival. And we believe that revival has already started. We're seeing miracles, signs and wonders as we go around. So it's a very complicated thing because there's different elements here. There's different battles that we're fighting. Uh, there's different fronts, if you will, in this war, but most of us have identified that we are in a war. And the unfortunate part is how many people in the Christian community are not even willing to stand. It's really eye-opening. It's really discouraging. How many pastors are not even speaking about the issue of critical race theory, the issue of uh, you know abortion and standing for life, the issue of uh, the Marxism that's trying to infiltrate not only uh, the government here in the United States, but the churches and the body of Christ. And, uh, and this is worldwide, by the way. It's not just in America. Um, you know, there's, there's so many different issues that we can talk about um, that are happening, that are concerning, and that we have to push back. So it's high time that the church stands. We've been censored. We've been targeted. We've been threatened. Uh, we've had lawsuits brought against us. So it just shows everybody and, and us that we're over the target. And thank you, Jesus, for allowing us to continue to press ahead and to be victorious despite uh, the assignments of the adversary. So, you know, it, it, it just, 
begs us to speak of the scripture, no weapon formed against us will prosper. The gates of hell will not prevail. And so many of you have felt isolated. You felt alone. And what God is doing in this remnant communities is bringing us together. He's showing us, no, there's more people than you think. There's more people out there that are willing to stand. There are true remnant people out there. There are patriots out there that are standing for our freedoms and, and our constitutional rights and our unalienable rights and these different things. There are people that have identified there's a major problem. And so there's so many different things, whether it's Hollywood that's been infiltrated, whether it's the schools and the universities that's been infiltrated, whether it's the justice system that's been infiltrated, the letter agencies, the intelligence community, the military, as I mentioned, where they're pushing for this woke culture now, uh, the corporations that are also pushing for this woke wokeism, you know, uh, go woke or go broke and, and all these different things that they're doing. So we, as the Christian community, we've been identified as the silent majority. They've called us the silent majority. Uh, you know, or if you're a patriot, you know, you're, you're in that group, the silent majority. That's what we've been called. And that, that should be something that's disparaging right off the bat because we should not be silent. There's been a vacuum. And unfortunately, even with the people in the ministry that are not willing to speak on issues of governance, to speak on one of the mountains of influence, which is government, uh, you know, they've just completely been a vacuum. They've stayed out of that completely. And it's caused that vacuum. There, there's a small group of people with a big bullhorn. And those people, unfortunately, have been out there being very, very loud and very, very pushy. And they're well-funded. And, 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 you know, if they can identify just a handful of pastors, a handful of leaders nationwide that are the most outspoken, they target us. Because it's really not a lot of people that are out there. It's the same people. It's the same voices that are speaking out, that are standing. And so we have a target on our back. And even though we've been successful... And even though we are pushing ahead and we have the Lord on our side and we believe he is with us even until the end of the age, there is a lot of opposition. And some of the people, including myself, have dealt with some real significant spiritual warfare. And I don't want to just sit here and complain to you every day. I don't want to tell you about all of our woes and make it feel like, you know, I'm, I'm out here saying, woe is me, you know, and, and trying to make, you know, um, you know, money off of that or whatever. That's not my intention at all. Uh, my intention in even mentioning it is so that you understand the battle that we're in and that, you know, many of you have stood with us, uh, both financially and in, in prayer, and we thank you. I mean, honestly, without you, there's nothing that, you know, we couldn't be doing what we're doing. So the successes are we're seeing open doors. We're seeing the Lord moving. We're seeing the beginning stages of what we believe is a powerful harvest season, a revival. And there is a majority that is now awakening and despite the fact that many are still silent, and some of you rightfully so, because you can't speak out because of your work or your position, um, and so you're not able to speak out. And so to those people, I would say, listen, I understand. I was an executive at a, at a corporation that was very woke. Uh, it was in the beginning stages of its of its wokeism. Now it's like one of the most active activist companies out there. But if anybody can understand, I can, because HR would call me if I put up a certain post on social media, they were watching me. And eventually it fostered an environment that I couldn't even be a part of anymore as a pastor and a man of God, because of how woke this particular company had got. So uh, I had to pray for, you know, another job and the Lord has provided and uh, really allowed the ministry to develop at that point. And we've been in full-time ministry ever since, but this is all the Lord. Um, you know, everybody has to pray about how to move forward with these companies that are forcing the vaccines, uh, you know, with the companies that are causing, you know, if they're causing you to do something that goes against your beliefs, you know, that's, excuse me, that's a, a big concern. So we have to address all these issues. We have to understand these issues. We have to have a solution. We have to have a strategy and that's what we're doing. And so every single day, we are moving forward. Despite the attack, despite the warfare, 
we're moving forward. We're taking territory. We're fighting back. We're learning. We're learning from our mistakes. We're learning as we go. We're watching, you know, how they respond and we're, and we're reacting based upon that. We're also learning that we must be proactive. We must be proactive in speaking with our government officials. We must be proactive in pushing back against the vaccine passports, against the possibility of closing down society again. We're getting in the ear right now of many, many uh, leaders around the country and we're telling them we do not want to close again. We will not close again. We will not uh, accept the mask mandates again. We will not allow the churches to ever be closed again. And we will simply disobey if that's the case. We're not going to close the church. We're letting them know ahead of time. We're signaling where we're going to go on certain areas so they understand that there is a majority. There is a large group of people. There is a coalition around the nation that are saying we are not going to put up with this. We're not going to tolerate it. We're not going to walk around with these things on our faces anymore. You know, there was a, a period of time where we, we went along with it but we don't see the data. We don't see the peer-reviewed studies. You know, there's nothing that would make us think that this is going to benefit us in any way. And so because of that, we, we don't feel that we should have to do this as American citizens, as people that are operating under the Constitution of the United States, which, by the way, is still the law of land. So, you know, what we want you to have is a voice. We, what we want to be is, is a voice, one of the voices. I know you have other people out there that you probably follow that are also doing similar things. You yourselves, many of you are activists. Many of you have different things that God is using you to do in your communities, around the country. You know, you have ministries, different things that God's putting you on your heart. You're writing blogs. You're doing your own podcast. So we stand with you. We encourage that. We feel like the more voices that are out there speaking truth and standing for righteousness, you know, the more it's going to be difficult to silence us, the, the harder it's going to be, uh, you know, to push back, to say that we're not the majority. I mean, all you have to do is look at a Trump rally. All you have to do is look at the amount of patriots and people that come out and show up. And you can see that we're not a small group, but it's been a projection of the mainstream corporate media that are 90% owned by six corporations that are projecting that we are a minority, that are projecting that we're fringe, that are projecting that we're quote unquote conspiracy theorists and all these different things that they try to label us by defaming. They're actually active, uh, actively involved in defamation against people like myself. You know, we, we challenged them recently and we said, you know, you've, you've called me publicly a conspiracy theorist. You know, what is it that pastor Todd Coconado is saying? That's a conspiracy. We would like you to produce that information. If you're going to defame this pastor, this man of God, this integrous man of God that has, you know, uh, a very strong resume and, and, you know, background, how is it that you can, you know, just attack him publicly and defame him? This is what our lawyers are saying to these organizations. And we did get one of them to respond. And their response was, well, you know, there's a video of him out there talking about sex trafficking. And, you know, they, they quoted some video. And, and we thought that's that's what you're labeling a conspiracy theory. So you're trying to say that a multi-billion dollar industry where there absolutely are millions of people worldwide that are involved in this, you're trying to say that's a conspiracy and, and you feel that you have the right to, to call a pastor and a man of God, an honorable citizen, uh, a conspiracy theorist, that's defamation. And we're going to go after you in the court system. We're going to go after you if you continue to defame this person. See, we have to push back. And uh, we have to get in there and fight back because if we don't, they're going to continue to incrementally take more land and more territory. So we are going to be taking the territory. We're going to be the head, not the tail. We're going to step up and, and push back. And that's what we're doing every single day. Now, is the warfare intense? I will tell you, ladies and gentlemen, the warfare is extremely intense. And there's days when it can be even worse than other days where it's exhausting. 
but we have the fortitude. We have the stick to We have the passion and we will not back down. We will continue to fight whether they continue to censor us. They take down our pages. They, they take down our ability to collect, uh, you know, reoccurring donations. Uh, there's just been all different types of things. I've been sued. I've had my house targeted. Uh, I've had threats. You know, and I'm not trying to say this to get accolades from you or to get any type of you know, benefit from me, me saying these things. I'm saying it because I want you to know what they're doing to the people that are on the front lines that are standing up. And we just say we don't care. We're going to continue to move forward. We're going to push back. We're not going to give up. We're not going to surrender. And by the way, we're also going to take territory and we're going to win because we have God on our side. So, you know, with the, with the area of election integrity, that's a, a really concerning issue. Most Americans now understand that uh, there's a problem with election integrity in America, that there are places where there is a ridiculous amount of fraud, that it must be addressed, that we can't use these uh, you know, machines and their algorithms any longer, that we, that we have to have uh, voter ID, that we have to implement certain system of checks and balances, that going forward, we will never have this problem again, and that no person that's running for office will ever have to deal with this level of fraud, especially in the beacon of hope uh, the bastion of freedom in the world, the United States of America, the last bastion of freedom. So we, we have to make sure that America is returned to that, you know, shining city on the hill that Ronald Reagan used to talk about, that we have uh, trust and confidence in our election system. And the only way to do that is to fix these problems that the left and many people are saying are non-existent. They even call you conspiracy theorists and blow up your social media account if you even mention them. So there are certain things that they won't even let you talk about. And that's why we've had to find these free speech platforms, because there's no other way that we can have this type of conversation, unfortunately, in the America of today, because of the tech censorship, because of the cancel culture. So we don't care. We're going to continue to do it. We're going to continue to talk about it. We're going to continue to push back. We're going to find ways around it, because that's what I do. That's what I've done in, you know, as an executive in the corporations, that's what I've done as a pastor of a church. That's what I've done as a president of a nonprofit is I have to understand how to find solutions. And that's what we do every single day is we're finding solutions. We're finding workarounds. We're finding ways that not only will we be able to survive, but we'll be able to thrive and we'll be able to move forward. We're talking about alternative ecosystems to get out of these corporations, these, these woke corporations. We want to stop spending our money with these companies. We want to stop spending our money. We want to stop paying companies that hate us. We need to find alternatives around them. And that's why you'll see on the radio show, you know, I partner with my pillow. I partner with my Patriot Supply. Uh, tonight on the show, we're going to have uh, a medical alternative company that I think you'll find interesting, uh, Doc, Dr. Sher Sherwood. And uh, I think you're going to really enjoy him. You know, we're, we're going to continue. We're going to work with a mobile company coming up here that's going to offer an alternative to uh, the, the, the current mobile companies that you may be giving your money to, like AT&T, which absolutely hates you. Uh, you know, and, and they, they show that by their activism, their corporate activism. They're involved in many different things. Um, we've got to get out of their ecosystem. We've got to get out of their world. If we continue down this path, we're literally going to be funding our own demise. So we are working on behind the scenes, uh, alternative ecosystems, systems that we can, as patriots, as Christians, as remnant people can put our money in that we will, uh, be, be, you know, donating to and supporting companies that are for us, not against us. And we don't care if a company just has a non-stance, like if they're just, you know, neutral, that's fine. As long as they're not activists, we don't like the woke companies that are pushing certain viewpoints that are not how we believe or not how we 
uh, live. They're against our faith. They're against our belief system. They're against our worldview. And they're against the word of God. We can't live in that world. We cannot support these companies any longer. It is a defining moment in our country. The way that these uh, curriculums are being constructed in the school systems to teach certain things, uh, the LGBTQ agenda, the, the BLM agenda, the, um, you know, the critical race theory, all these different things that are being pushed from the Marxists that are, that are really doing this to divide us. This isn't a, you know, for the benefit of America or for the benefit of people or the benefit of a people group. What they're trying to do is peg one people group against another people group. And they're trying to say, you know, this is the way it needs to be going forward, that this group is the oppressors and this group is the oppressed. And, you know, and so that what that does is that causes further division in society. It, it puts us in a groups uh, by gender, by religion, by color of our skin. These are things that we should not have. We are one country. We're, we're you know, one nation under God. And these, these uh, you know, corporations that have gone woke and these people with the nefarious agendas, I call them the deep state or the shadow government or whoever, you know, however you want to define them, the cabal, the people that are the people behind the scenes that are the Wizard of Oz, if you will, that are pulling the strings. We have to identify them. We've got to expose them. We've got to show the people what's going on so that we can, you know, get away from this. This is like a, it's got a vice grip on us. It's, it's strangling our nation. It's strangling our freedom. It's strangling, strangling our ability to worship freely and to, and to live out those unalienable rights of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. So we have to push back. We have to have strategy. And these are the things that we're doing every single day, ladies and gentlemen. So when you sow into this ministry, you're sowing into these things. Uh, you're helping us push back. It's a David versus Goliath situation. Uh, again, I don't like to sit here and complain, or I'm not trying to get a pat on the back. I'm not trying to get accolades from you. This is a war. This is a war that we're in. And some of you are in it with us and you're activists and you're out there and you're standing and you're doing different things. Others of you have expressed, look, I'm with you, but I can't be doing some of the things that you're doing because of my job or because of my position, or, you know, maybe I'm disabled or I'm, you know, I'm, I'm an elderly person that's not able to get out or whatever different thing that it is. That's okay. If you're standing with us, then that means that you're with us. So, you know, there's different people that have the ability to sow seed financially and you're able to, to help us in our efforts. There's others that are prayer warriors that are praying, that are contending. You know, there's even a group of people that get together and, and literally have intercessory prayer for this ministry. Thank you. This is what we need. We need the prayer covering. We need those that are able to back us financially. And then there's some that are activists in the fight with us, in the trenches. And some of you are saying, what can I do? You know, reach out to us, Todd.coconado at rlcus.org. We're going we're gonna to equip you. We're going to give you different things that you can do in your community, in your church, you know, at the different schools where your kids go, different things that we can do to push back by being educated, by being informed, by getting involved, by going to our community gatherings and, uh, you know, our city council, our school board meetings, you know, getting involved at the community level because there's a saying, all politics are local. And that's true. A lot of the things that we're dealing with are local. And if we push back, uh, these things will be tabled. They'll be stopped. So we have to reach out to our state legislators. We've got to get in their ear. You know, let them know that we want to stand for election integrity, that we want these, uh, you know, the last election audited. We want to see the results. We want to actually see what happened there forensically. And that's happened in states like Arizona. And trust me, they hate what's happening in Arizona. They want to stop it. They're trying to destroy people's lives over these things, ladies and gentlemen. China has posed a huge challenge for us. They're, they're involved in Hollywood. They're involved in the educational institutions. They're involved with people that are in positions of power, even in government. Uh, guys like George Soros and their NGOs and uh, their different deep pocket funding that's pushing, you know, these agendas and, and that's funding it. And that's literally putting people in danger. They're trying to take people out. 
They're trying to destroy their reputation. I mean, it's crazy. They, they have a whole system that's set up, that's, that's literally set up to destroy people that would dare to take a stand. But what's, the, what's the, uh, the objective here? I mean, do we just give in? Do we just give up? Or do we stand? Do we push back? We are the majority. We are on the side of the Lord because God is with us even until the end of the age. He said he'll never leave us. He'll never forsake us. He's made us for a time as this. He's anointed us. He's given us a mission. He's given us a commission. God is with us, ladies and gentlemen, and we are fighting on the side of good. And I will tell you something about God is he always wins. So if we're on his side and he's on our side, we're going to win. We should not have the spirit of fear. He's not given us the spirit of fear. He's given us power, love, and a sound mind. So as many times as you feel defeated, get up, stand up, rise up, keep pushing ahead. Sometimes it's two times, three times, four times, five times. You got to get up. You got to stand up. You got to know your identity in Christ and know that God is with us. He's the wind beneath our wings. He's going to give us the divine appointments. He's going to give us the open doors. He's going to supernaturally fund this. He's going to transfer the wealth. There's something that's happening right now where God is taking from the wicked and he's giving to the remnant. And there's a, an end time transfer of wealth. I think it's being set up for this great end time harvest. And God is rewarding and standing with those, anointing those, giving favor to those who are willing to stand. And, and so there's no mistake that you've been uh, raised up for a time as this. Some of you have been hidden for a long time. And God is expanding your territory all of a sudden, out of nowhere, like he's done with this broadcast, this podcast, out of nowhere in the last year, all of a sudden, God has exploded our reach and expanded our territory. And we've had to adjust as a ministry and be able to handle all the different communications that are coming in, the people that are reaching out and all the different things, because we know this is such a critical, crucial, important time in our history. And we can't back down and we can't surrender and we can't give up and we can't get discouraged and we can't get depressed. We've got to push ahead. And we are taking territory. I've never seen so much fruit as I'm seeing lately. I mean, God is moving so swiftly, so quickly. People that were asleep are now awakening. People are asking questions that used to attack the ministry are now coming and reaching out and asking questions. People are people that have never wanted to get prayer are now receiving prayer. People are giving their hearts to the Lord in droves. People are getting healed. I just saw somebody get healed of a, of a hearing ailment where their ears were opened up supernaturally. There was a woman that was sitting in a wheelchair that got up and felt cancer leave her body simultaneously and felt a healing touch from the Lord. We've seen miracles, signs, and wonders as we've been out there, and it's only the beginning, ladies and gentlemen. I can tell you story after story after story after story. And so we know we're, we're on the right side. We know, uh, you know God is with us. We feel him. We see his anointing. And we're going to win uh, with these election integrity issues and the forensic audits. A lot of information is going to come out. They're panicking about it with COVID. We're exposing the agenda of the deep state. We're exposing the big pharmaceutical companies. We're exposing the vaccines. I mean, it's like, my goodness, how many battles at once, right? There's a lot. And this is why we need prayer. And this is why we need funding. And this is why we need to push back. And so this is it, ladies and gentlemen. It's go time. We are in this fight. We're going we're gonna to expand the media reach so that we can get the truth out there. We're gonna, we have an app that we're developing right now. Uh, we have a database that we're putting together. We have you know, all different types of resources that we can give to the body of Christ to wake people up. We're connecting people with Christian lawyers and advocacy groups, uh, people that are under attack, people that need uh, legal representation. There's a lot of behind the scenes things that are going on. So very, very important time. I know I spoke fast, but I just want you guys to know what's going on that we are not sitting by idle, that we are taking the territory for the kingdom of God, that we are fighting back, that we are standing up, that your help, your prayers, your financial contributions are literally the fuel 
that we need right now to move forward and that we are going to win this. We believe that we're going to win this 100%. We really believe it, ladies and gentlemen, that we're going to see a great victory here. We believe it in our heart that what's been done in darkness is going to be brought to light. We believe it in our heart that we're going to take back this nation that God has not done with America, that he's not done with your country. If you're standing up the rising remnant, God has given me words about this great harvest that's coming, about miracles, signs, and wonders that we're about to see that we're already starting to witness. So hold the line, pray this through, Stand firm, understand that God is with us. You know what he said, occupy until he comes. That's what we're doing. We're not getting weary and or growing weary and doing good. We're standing, we're standing, we're standing, we're pushing back, we're taking the territory, and by golly, we're gonna win. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for being with us. He is the wind beneath our wings. As I said, he's given us an anointing, and it's the anointing that breaks the yoke of bondage. America is gonna see a turnaround. America is gonna see a great move like we've never seen. I believe people are gonna be dancing in the streets. I'm not even kidding you. I really do believe this, and I see it coming, and we're on the verge of this breakthrough, but we can't grow weary. We can't give up. We can't feel defeated. We have to understand who we are in Jesus Christ, what we're capable of doing. We're capable of transforming the atmosphere, changing the atmosphere, taking the territory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Listen, thank you for listening to this broadcast today. I just want you to know we are out there on all these fronts. And if you think there's another front that we didn't mention, please put it in the comments. I'd like to read your comments. We will read your comments. We're praying for you. Many of you have given us prayer requests. We're praying over your requests. If you have a prayer request, put in the comments. We read the comments and we will hold uh, your needs in prayer. We'll lift them up before the Lord. God is not done with your life. He's not done in your personal situation and he's not done with our nation. God bless you. Thank you so much for tuning into this broadcast and we'll be back soon. Thank you.